This is an incredibly important topic for us to cover, um, especially because we're now living in a time where, and I, I, I honestly have to say that information, quality, honest, sincere uh, information that is truthful has always, since the beginning of time, been important. So I was about to make the mistake of making it seem as though um, misinformation is 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 far more detrimental in the time that we live in now than it has been in the past. And I must be honest that that's that is not true. However, we live in a completely different dynamic now where. It is far too easy to access misinformation. I was watching a documentary a while ago, um, a short video essay that was talking about a small country that uh, at some point did not have any internet and had very little communication and connection with the rest of the world. And then over time, they started connecting with the rest of the world and they got internet. And then what the, the biggest social media platform within that country became Facebook. And of course, Facebook is extremely accessible. And usually within developing nations, Facebook tends to dominate. Um, and I think just Meta as a company is very good at dominating developing countries, if I'm honest. Um, now, what ended up happening is that all the information that within that country, the inform- when they are looking for something, they Facebook it. They do not Google it. Google was, I mean, Facebook basically became the biggest social media platform, similar to how right now we use uh, TikTok to search for destinations to visit. And some of our information, and I mean, sadly enough, some people even try to receive medical advice on TikTok, unfortunately. And this is something that I genuinely hope stops very soon. But we've, we've come to a point where we have an overabundance of information. And in this particular country that I'm speaking of, I just forgot the name of the country. Um, Now, I need to give some context before getting into my point, right, of what actually happened when Facebook arrived in this country. It was a very racially tense country. It's In fact, now the situation has escalated to the point that one group has basically been kicked out of the country. Um, And now they're basically refugees in the middle of nowhere trying to survive. And I, I, I say this not to depress you, but just to paint a picture of just how important it is for us to not allow misinformation to be a thing, for us to demand that these social media platforms begin to govern and regulate the spread of information quickly and, 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 and to respond with haste whenever they see a sign of misinformation. So long story short, there was basically a, 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 a guy who was more of a, uh, a wild group. I'll use that term, a wild group within that country. And he was basically going out and spreading misinformation about things that this particular race group saying that they're doing things, they're planning to do this, they're planning to do that when they weren't actually planning to do those things. And then eventually things got so heated that even the government and and, and police and of, of government officials participated in kicking this entire group of people and of course obviously this led to a lot of deaths right and this is just to make an emphasis of just how severe and important it is for us to 
um, for us to not allow the spread of misinformation and for us to second check everything because if you believe everything you see on the internet you will likely even take innocent lives unnecessarily Um, and it's funny because this country that I'm speaking of is a very very small country that has very minimal influence in the global community um, and in the world at large but it's, it's a country with people nonetheless right these are real people that were affected by the spread of this uh, uh, misinformation now i'm definitely gonna tell you very soon what the name of that country is uh, because i feel like if you want to go read up on it this is something you definitely should because it just further emphasizes the importance of us not allowing misinformation um, and unfortunately this this in this particular case that i'm talking about right that the person who spread all of this inf- misinformation the misinformation was spread on the platform that is facebook which was their biggest social media platform so it's not something for us to take lightly it's definitely not something for us to take lightly um, and i've been thinking long and hard about this right about how so many people these days we've opened ourselves up to the to the fact that people on social media who run very good looking accounts and have very beautiful cameras and articulate themselves well we basically consider those people to be you know their word is 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 bond like their word is very important and we really need to second check that and we need to rethink that um here it is i found the name of the country uh if you want to google it it is myanmar yeah myanmar myanmar i'm i'm, I'm definitely not pronouncing it correctly it's m y a n m a r uh m y a n m a r um and it's basically just researching this will show you just the impact of uh misinformation now twitter has a feature built into it right where um i'm not entirely sure of how it works but i do imagine that it's community driven uh where it's and this is something that also works the same on wiki on uh, wikipedia where it's peer driven right where group of people create accounts and they fact check everything that is put onto wikipedia wikipedia has become right now back then back in the day it was not a reliable source of information but now it's become so reliable because of this peer to peer review system where someone comes and reads what you wrote there and then corrects if it's a if it's a non factual thing then they are able to flag your work uh if you're lying they're able to actually uh, uh, um correct it as a community uh which has worked quite well and i feel like this is something that should be applied on every social media platform i have no idea what are the repercussions of doing so if the social media platforms will even lose money or maybe get into trouble with regulators as a result maybe they'll demand more of them if they start fact checking people there was a time when donald trump actually um was he was being fact checked on twitter and then he ended up actually being removed uh then there was the question being brought about that if social media platforms are allowed to to check whether our statements are true or not what does that make them right are they social media platforms are they news outlets uh what exactly do they then become if they govern the information that we are spreading on social media but you know what this that i'm speaking of right now is something a bit less troubling you know 
What's more concerning for me is if we have people spreading information that could lead to another person's death or lead to another person's well-being uh, or lead to another person's company just plummeting uh, in terms of its net worth, right? This is something that's very important for us to be aware of, that the words we speak on social media have that much of an impact. Um, I remember, I mean, I've mentioned Alex Jones before. Um, there, there are people on, 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 on YouTube and on uh, TikTok who just come and talk about people and say that they're part of, you know, these very obscure and unorthodox groups, but they've not even verified this. And obviously, you might be sitting there thinking that this is not something that affects me. Trust me, this is something that affects you because social media has the power to start wars, right? And and it seems like I'm exaggerating and I definitely am not uh, trying to lead us into a realm of conspiracy here. But this is just the power that information has. Um, and I'm just wondering if... Should not should it not then be a feature on every social media platform for for our conversations to be regulated in some way, especially when it could lead to the detriment of an entire people, the detriment of an organization, you know. But then this also throws us into it's a very complicated one, as I mentioned in the beginning, because it's not as simple as yes, these social media platforms should regulate. There's also the question now of what then do we say about governments that say you cannot speak ill of them? You cannot go online and say negative things about them. Obviously, that borders on fascism, right? And that's not what we want. So it's a very, very complicated conversation, but I feel like it's a discussion we do need to have. Um, and I definitely don't have the answer, but I do think we do need some kind of peer-to-peer -peer review system on these social media platforms, just like we see on Wikipedia. And it has proven to actually... Le lessen uh, misinformation when other people are holding you accountable. Um, this is definitely something that we should consider as a society and as a people. Uh, with that said, think about what are the things that you do you feel like you would live in a much safer world if we were uh, regulating, governing, fact-checking some of the statements we tend to make on social media. People get arrested for slandering people on social media, right? This is why it's important for us to have s some kind of a system, especially for those who are more influential on social media, because they have the power to destroy a person's entire career. It's too much power in a single individual's hands. Fact-checking on social media, does Twitter's fact-checker actually help misinformation on social media? Um, yo, I think you need to be a data analyst and a technical, probably an IT guy, to, to check this. But I, I, I almost want to doubt whether it actually stops, uh, stops misinformation. And the reason for that is, is that we do need to realize that not a lot of people that's actually searching or consuming media on social media is actually making use of, of Twitter or X as it's called now uh, because the young people that talk, that currently are misinformed is probably on TikTok and Instagram. Um, they're no longer on, 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 uh, on Twitter. Twitter to me is like a dark space, you know, it's like the elephant graveyard in Lion King. It's a dark space where some people go looking for trouble uh, and then they find it. <laughs> That's what Twitter is. 
No, it's probably, I also think it's mostly used by journalists now, um, and I've used it in the past previously only for that mere fact, sharing uh, or seeing what's happening in the Oscar Pistorius case, seeing what's happening at the Brada story, when there's massive court cases and there's journalists on the inside, that's when I'm checking it. And there, misinformation can be crucial. However, I've noticed on TikTok uh, and on Instagram, the people that you watch, uh, they always make these mentions of a study as shown without actually saying which study it is and how accessible the study is. Uh, how formative the study is. They make, they make these massive assumptions and then people fall for that. They listen to that and then they want that. And then we realize, like, listen, this might not be the truth. And it's then too late because I don't think there's any fact-checking on Twitter or, or rather fact-checking on Instagram and on TikTok. So how do we then determine whether things are true or not? Well, in total honesty with you, I don't trust someone if they say a study has shown and then they're, they're not able to prove to me which study it is and who's the lead scientist doing the study. Um, Research is not something that's done on Instagram. Research is something that, or YouTube. Research is something that's done uh, with with sometimes uh, hundreds of people. Research is done by scientists, and it needs to be a proper scientific study or research journal in order for people that's able to 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 um, research their research and see whether it's actually been critically done in order for us to, to believe it and know that it's true. I, I can tell you and say, like, in my experience, I've noticed that people do X, Y, and Z when they're confronted with A, B, and C. But it's not a study being shown, right? So the moment that you're on Instagram and people or TikTok and this, this influencer is telling you, like, listen, there's a study being shown showing that kids reacted this way. Don't, I almost, <laughs> I want to start out by saying that don't believe any of it. Um, this is just me speaking and my wife often tells me that I'm very critical um, and I'm very um, pessimistic with these things. But don't just believe things off the bat. Because when I, and I've said it in the past and I'm saying it, telling you it again now, if I start the sentence by saying a study has shown, I immediately put myself above reproach and I'm telling you that you can't argue with me or that you can't disagree with me because there's a study being shown. And and those words are like the magic phrase that, that everyone else needs to be reminded of and everyone else needs to think that this is the, the truth, the God-honest truth, and no one can argue with it. And with that premise, I sort of have a bit of a difficulty. And then you get these people that say that the study has been shown or studies have shown, and then they never look directly at the camera. I don't know why that's happening. It's probably because it's podcasting. They've got this massive podcast mic, always looking a bit off camera, and there's another guy that's just sitting there, and I think this guy, in entire purpose in the podcast, is just going, wow, you're sure. You understand? It's not like a proper podcast. So... Whenever people say that a study has been shown, studies show, go check them out. Check if you can actually find the study. See if it's a study that's being published. And the thing is that when you do a study, you 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 post that study, the research journal, you need to post uh, on research websites or by means of the university. And then that research study will be, critic, will be looked at and, and investigated critically peers proving either the same or different uh, depending on what they believe and what they do but I mean there's a there's an open conversation with most of these things 
and that is that is the the problem sometimes is that we we just mention the study and we don't see the the problems in the study so if you go interesting if you open up a study that's been made they should tell you like listen eight like like what's the case with medicine eight out of ten people responded well which is never the case it's more like six out of ten people responded well two people had no effect and two people got very ill or one got very ill and one got slightly ill that's the way that a study is done right so that you know that listen there's no constant in this thing scientific methods is probably the only constant we've got we've got the speed of gravity that hasn't changed uh, we've got the speed of time that hasn't changed light years hasn't changed right so we've got those things that's probably more accurate um but but by means of of stating that studies show and looking like formal in a podcast we allow people to share misinformation now everyone on tiktok is an influencer because that's what they esteem to be so they have, want to have influence so, so they will influence your lifestyle your choices and things that you do which is not always healthy we need one influence and that's obviously the biblical influence uh, and it, sometimes the biblical influence needs to be interpreted by a spe specific person and that person will then be a pastor or a preacher right and that is the type of information that you need proper information with regards to godly living and life as a whole.